Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Spit Podcast brought to you by Geek Impulse. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I'm joined here today with our co-host, Jessica, who is filling in for Steven. We'll be talking about the world of cosplay with our special guest, Poe. You're a model, a cosplayer, and even a singer. Is that correct? <laughs> That's correct. I wouldn't really um, title me as a singer, but for fun, yes, I sing. <laughs> Great. That's awesome. So the reason why we had you here today is because we want to talk about cosplay. Cosplay has obviously in the past several years um, gotten a lot more notoriety worldwide, you know, especially here in the West. It uh, I would hazard to say maybe it really originated, of course, in Japan, where you had people dressing up as their favorite characters uh, in anime and other places. And now in the West, it's gotten a lot bigger. So what would you say, Poe, has gotten you into cosplay in the first place? Like, how did it all start? How did it all begin for you? I was a geek right from the very beginning, but I grew up in a um, community originally that was not actually into cosplay and anime, and it was actually um, kind of blacklisted from where I grew up. So it was I was very low-key geek. Um, but when I got into um, college, one of my friends was the CEO originally of... Um, Titan Con. And one of my friend, my other friend well, who happens to be working in is, um, I, I want to say like a, a big part of Titan Con was telling me, Hey, I know you like anime. It's like, you can't hide it from me. Just come. And if you want to dress up, feel free. And that was like the biggest thing I've always wanted to do um, growing up. But it's like, oh, I don't want to get judged. So I got like this cheap wig from Amazon and found uh, like the closest outfit I could get to, um, to, I don't remember what anime it was. Um, uh, Tokyo Ghoul from Tokyo Ghoul. Okay. So the closest outfit I could get from that and then just went, didn't know how to put makeup on, didn't know how, like, I didn't know about contacts. Um, I have astigmatism, so I was like, I'm not going to color contacts. Hmm. And that's when I met some photographers. And uh, the, the funniest story is um, when someone asked to shoot with me, first of all, my like, thought is like, who are you? Stranger danger. No, I'm not going to go in this corner take pictures with you. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I noticed, like, everyone was doing it, I was like, this is kind of peer pressure. Like, okay, let's do it. And that's when I got introduced to, like, hey, you know, there's this cosplay thing. This is a cosplayer. This is what this little community is, is all about. And it was like, this is so cool. I feel, like, at home. And that's where it all started. TitanCon. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally relate with you on this. Because, like, me growing up, I feel like my family was the only family who liked anime. So I would like go to school and totally be like, have you ever heard of like Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon? And people would just look at me and be like, no, we don't watch that. And it wasn't until like I got older and I finally like got into high school and people were like, oh my gosh, do you watch Dragon Ball? And I'm like, everyone's finally getting into this, like barely now. It's been like almost a decade since Dragon Ball's come out. <laughs> And I feel like now, especially, like, everyone likes anime, at least, like, one, whether it's, like, Sailor Moon or just, like, like um, a Studio Ghibli movie. So now that people love, like, a ton of animes, people are okay with cosplaying. And I think that's a super great thing. But would, would you say you get a lot of support from, like, your friends and family now that you're open about cosplaying and you have, like, almost, like... 13,000 followers. 
my friends are definitely very open. My, uh, one of my best friends, actually, who did it, who knew I was um, a big fan of anime, but in her head, it's like, okay, it's, it's just a phase, you know, it's just cartoons to her. Yeah, which just really cartoons, funny. that's what everybody <laughs> yeah. says. <laughs> I was like, don't ever say that around my, my, like, my um, cosplay friends, please. <laughs> but, yes, uh, so to, she actually went to... Um, anime impulse recently and she was blown away like uh, people dressing up and uh, she told me um for halloween she asked to actually borrow one of my outfits she's like it's more uh, it's better than what you can get from like a cheap halloween stores it's like it's really nice and she actually feels like she's that character so when i told her hey why don't you wear a cosplay if you want to she didn't of course because she was too scared but she when she animate impulses, absolutely blown away. Her and her boyfriend, and she, she keeps messaging, are you going to go to this con? Are you going to go to this con? Can I borrow an outfit? And I was like, yes, of course. But, yeah, so I got, I'm getting a lot of support from them. For my family, it's, you know, typical Asian family, like, go to the hospital. You got to work there. <laughs> you got to work. You got you to gotta do this. Go back to school. You know, being a nurse isn't enough. Go back and do something else. I was like, okay. So not so much support for my family, uh, but my friends, definitely. Well, that's really awesome. I totally understand that, too, because my mom's Asian. So she's one of the few in my family that don't watch anime. So she looks at, like, me, my dad, and my brother, and she goes, why do you keep acting like kids? And we're like, no, it's amazing. It has a story. (laughs) And she makes us feel terrible about it. But that's just how she is oddly enough yeah like they don't understand anime is just another way to visualize real life stories or any movie that you watch like if you like um what is it oh my gosh um uh, oh my gosh oh my gosh what movie is coming out in, oh not movie um show is coming out in april it's super hyped with the dragons uh I don't game know. of thrones yes game of thrones that's like that's basically anime if you think about it <laughs> just <with> real people <laughs> Have you have you actually dressed up as um, Game of Thrones characters? I, I don't recall that ever happening. No, not yet. I actually really want to do Khaleesi. One of my um, one of our friends actually has done it, and she looks amazing. And I'm low-key thinking about it, but this year I'm more uh, more so focusing on quality than quantity. Um, after cosplaying for, I've only been done it for about two years and it's like, okay, next cosplay, next cosplay. Now my closet is like overflowing with costumes that I'm not really going to wear anymore. (laughs) So if I'm going to, yeah. So if, if I'm going to get some cosplays, I want it to be like nice and as detailed as as I can get. Um, so I really want to do Khaleesi, uh, Khaleesi, but we shall see my, what my budget is. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it can be. It, that's the thing is, it can be very pricey. You know, cosplay mm-hmm. is definitely not cheap. You see a lot of people. Um, you know, it, I guess it depends on what you like. Like me personally, I, I don't like seeing the cheap stuff. Like some people will put on a shirt that says Game of Thrones and put on a wig and say, "Look, I'm cosplaying." And to me, honestly, and I'm a little biased, but I just don't think that's cosplay, right? Um, and, and I get a lot of flack for that when I, um, you know, running a company that is centered around anime, manga fandom and geek culture and pop culture from Japan and stuff. Some people, you know, don't like that when I say that. But, you know, I believe in quality over quantity. It's not about, you know, how that is, because, you know, you have to if, if you you're only as relevant as your last piece of content. Right. That's kind of how social media is. 
So mm-hmm. I guess you could say that's kind of one of the things I, I don't like about um, sort of the cosplay world, if you will. And I was going to ask you, what is it that you dislike and what do you really enjoy about the world of cosplay as a whole? I think what I like um, for cosplay is that we are very, um, I don't know if it's just my personal group, but we're very kind when it comes to like um how we perceive each other in cosplay because we do understand like I, I I get what you're trying to say about when you see people in like casual cosplay it's like that's just a t-shirt how is like that, that's not cosplay that's just you're just putting a wig on like I, I get that but there are some people who try to um, maybe portray some art artistic renditions or fan art Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually what I, what me and my friends did for ALA. Like they had no idea who we were. Um, we were actually Disney princesses, casual outfits, but they were art inspired. Um, but it's like, that's just a t-shirt too. But it's like, yeah, but it looks cool and we're together. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, in terms, uh, in terms of the actual cosplays, I think what bothers me is, I don't like full power for people who want to purchase like Amazon cosplays. I have them too, um, like third party cosplays, but I do wish that people would at like, least iron their clothes. <laughs> it's like, it, it, even if you're um, just there just to like walk around, it's like, okay, you're just a goer. It's like, that's great. Like, I totally support you. But if like a photographer comes and tries to shoot you, it kind of bothers me when they're like, oh, I'm not going to fix my way to do this. You're going to do it post edit, right? It was like, no that's like help them too (laughs) so that's just like kind of a a small bias i'm like i'm not going to go straight up and say hey iron your shirt hey brush your wig but (laughs) that's just like a little personal bias for someone who does spend the extra time to put um my wig on a on a um mannequin head just to you know take that extra 10 minutes just to brush it out or like you know fix the straight like strand of whatever on my clothes it's like just details. I like details. So you like getting into the details of your cosplay, but do you ever feel like you try to embody like the characters? So when you go to these conventions, you try to like act like them or be them. Absolutely. Like that's one of the main reasons I want to cosplay. It's like you watch your favorite anime and you want to like nerd out and be that character. And one of the ways is to put on the outfit. But once you're there, and people say, hey, can you pose for me? You can't help but, like, be that person at that moment, if not, like, the entire time. I've actually had some um, friends who, like, embody their character from, like, the start of the day. And I can't really do that. It's very tiring. But at least when, I'm in, um, when I am trying to do poses or sometimes if it's a video, when you uh, – what is it? What's the word? Um you try your best to be that character because when you see it post uh, um, on the video, you see in the pictures, you get the feel of that character as that person and not just, oh, it's Monster Pose. Like, no, that's Ari, that's, you know, this person. Even when I post uh, pictures of myself, I don't say, like, this is me doing this. It's like, I love this character. She is so cool. It's, it's not even, I, when I talk about it, it's not even me talking about myself. It's me talking about that character because she is that character. That's not me. <laughs> gotcha. And I was going to ask you, I, I know you, you know, and we'll get into where people can find you here later, just in case for listeners that may or may not know who you are right away, which is, would be astounding to me if they didn't. But you have this, uh, if you can elaborate more on this 
cosplay video you got on Indiegogo, this KDA kind of world's most try hard cosplay video thing. What, how did that come about? Who's in it? Why is it a thing? And what are your expectations with that? Oh my gosh. Initially when, um, the person who started all this is Dominique. She is known as Sinakosu on Instagram and on Facebook. She is the mastermind along with her business partner, Justin Element. And you don't really see him as often because he, he's, you know, production manager behind the scenes, but they both jumped up, um, this mostly Dominique though. Um, and she, right when the Katie, um, skins came out for League of Legends back in, I believe, September, I could be wrong. Um, she freaked out, you know, wait, the whole world freaked out. <laughs> so everyone's coming up with cosplays, 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 like, I gotta do this, I gotta do that cosplay for someone else. It's like, okay. Um, but for her, she wants, she knew people were going to want cosplays do music videos um, and try to make it their own. And for her, she's like, she wants to do that, but she wants it to be unique, wants it to be amazing and have the world like, you know, jaw drop and everything. So she created a KDA music group, try hard. Cause she doesn't want to be like, Oh, you guys uh, think you're too, you're cool. It's like, no, 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 we're just doing this because we are fans of League of legends. We love cosplay and we are very passionate about this. Um, but she's also a big K-pop fan. So she incorporates uh, incorporate KDA with Blackpink inspiration. Um, so the girls in this music video will, is Sinekosi, obviously, as Kaisa, myself as um, Ari, Akali um, is Race Juice, Rachel, and we have Danny Bazzini as Evelyn. Um, mm. So we are the main characters. But I think the best part about this video is that it's, it started off as like a small idea, but became a huge production. It was a three-day shooting. We actually got to shoot at um, at Riot, the Riot Games, where they the LSC studio. Yes, where they actually had the game. So that was a huge deal, and we got to invite as many cosplayers as, as that was allowed um, to cosplay as one of the KDA characters. So I showed some previews about that. People were like, "Oh, I wish I was part of that. Oh, I wish I." took your like post seriously because we did do a like hey if you're in oc and you want to come like please feel free like people weren't really taking it seriously it's like oh it's another group trying to do video mm -hmm. but we when they started to see how serious we were how we want to like say like hey there's going to be cgi in this hey there's going to be this hey right is um technically sponsoring us so it's like come on like you know it's uh, it's oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming <laughs> in every aspect, and there was a lot, and, and I mean a lot of people involved. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I noticed on your Instagram when I was looking through that you're talking about like you singing, and I know you mentioned earlier that singing's not really a big thing yet, but do you want it to become a big thing? Do you think you can do it? Oh, that's, that's hard. <laughs> um, I would love to, but I don't think I'm actually that confident enough in my singing ability. I do smule, which um, which is really fun for me. But I mean, it's it's not. Um, how do I say this? You can make you make yourself sound better. Like you can make you can do echoes. Like I've been told that I sound like I do when with my smules, but that's just. Maybe it's just all in my head. They're like, no, I sound better in my smile because, like, there's an echo here and there's this here. But I do feel, like, kind of proud of myself. 
because, um, like I said, Dominique came up to me and say, hey, you know, like you're pretty good at singing. Do you are you, do you mind recording a um, um, the KDA song, you know, in English in English? Um, and can we put that in our Indiegogo? Would you be interested in that? And I, and I was like, okay, I'll do it. I was scared, but I told if I don't have to do it live, I will do it. <laughs> so um, I had the opportunity to shoot in a studio, which actually was one of um, our friends as well. And I had no idea he was a huge um, music like, producer. So I was like, what? Okay, cool. I didn't know that. Um, uh, but yeah, so I did, I got to do that. And if, this works out I would like to do some more but like I said like I don't know how confident I am and people have told me that like nobody really likes their own voice and it's like oh that's me like 100 <laughs> percent I don't yeah but, I agree I mean I like my voice when I sing in the shower um, <laughs> I've been told I got a good singing voice for like maybe country uh, but you know I, I I don't know if I want to go that route I'm I'm good staying behind the scenes uh, of the mic here uh, I feel like I might be able to do some ASMR, but singing, I, I'm not too sure about that. You know, I have done karaoke myself. With with the the singing and all these things that you do, one thing I notice is that you have found a unique way of blending traditional modeling as well as your cosplay into your your brand that is Monsterpo. And forgive me for saying Monster. I say it with a U. I, it's one of the things I can't say. I don't know why. Um, I always say it with a U instead of an O, monster. But but how how did you go about doing that? Was that always the plan? You know, um, do you want to focus more on the traditional type of modeling that you that we've been seeing from you lately, or do you still want to kind of do that blend of back and forth? I for my page specifically, I just wanted people to. If you're going to follow me, I want you to follow the person. I want you to follow Monster Poe. And Monster Poe is this girl who likes to sing on Smule, who likes to do casual um, modeling, who likes to model for brands if possible, who likes to cosplay every now and then. So, yes, I want to continue keeping my page me, basically. There's no special theme. There's no, like, oh, like, Monster Poe, the cosplayer only. Like, you know, I want people to follow me as a person. Um, so that's kind of what I'm trying to portray. Like, yes, my page is very random, um, but <laughs> <laughs> but people are, like, talking to me as me, you know? Like, the, I, I would, yes, I would put in my cosplay, she's so cool, and they'd be like, you are so cool because you're Poe, and you're, 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 you're you. And that makes me happy because it, it's not like I'm not branded as one thing. And, like, I never want to be branded as one thing because I want to be unique and me. <laughs> I guess I don't know how to explain it. Did, did you always picture yourself being a cosplayer or did you initially have plans to do other things? Honestly, I didn't think this would be a thing at all. I grew up knowing nothing but nursing, knowing nothing about medical, uh, nothing, nothing but the medical field. And I thought, okay, I'm just gonna bury my head in the books and just go back to that or do that. But no, not at all. Um, and I'm, I'm really happy and excited to know that other than um, having something that I can live off of, there's something that I'm happy to do. So yeah. Did I'm, you really end up becoming a nurse? Yes, I am a nurse. I'm work three to four days a week 12 hours a night i'm actually a graveyard shift so oh wow 
that makes sense when when we were reaching out to you back and forth i'm like this is kind of late but now it makes sense now if you're like graveyard yeah. and you do nursing i myself was an lvn not an rn uh oh. Myself, I was an LVN, so I kind of get what you're saying because I used to work three twelves, and then sometimes uh, I would work just eight hours a day, but five days a week, over here in um, Orange County. So I I totally get that, and that's awesome that you know you're doing something that you love. You found something that you love. For me, it was I was helping a surgeon, and he yelled at me, and I was I used to be in the military, and that doesn't fly with me. And so I yelled back at him because, you know, surgeons are, you know, like they think they're pro athletes or something. They're divas. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I yelled back at him. I got talked to. I got written up. And I said, you know what? I want to do something that I enjoy doing nursing. Right. And I was going mm -hmm. to school to be an RN. But then I, I stopped and I said, look, I want to do something that I'm truly passionate and happy about where every day I know that what I'm doing is something I can be you know, going to sleep and, and smile. And, and I think that's great that you found something too, that you're like, Hey, I love doing nursing. I'm doing this, but I also found something else that I'm passionate about that I love to do and that you're actually doing that. And I think that's pretty awesome. And so before we wrap things up here, is there any final words you'd like to tell people out there? Maybe people that are, you know, aspiring to do cosplay, just haven't done it yet. Maybe those that are trying to get to the next level. And then on top of that, you know, tell us what else you got that you're working on. You want people to know about and where people can find you. Okay. So cosplay is definitely something that's a lot of fun. And if you haven't tried it, haven't done it, maybe just go to one of the conventions. If you're too scared of like the large conventions and actually if you've never been to a convention, I would suggest to go to a smaller one because large conventions are very overwhelming. Lots of people crowded. You might actually not like it. Um, my first convention other than TimeCon was AX and I was drowning and I just wanted to go home half of the time. <laughs> but try it. Just try it. I know some people are scared and actually it's more acceptable now. A lot of people are doing now. So it's actually the best time to start for anyone who wants to cosplay and don't be afraid to get like the cheap ones if you're too scared to um to commission or make your own um cosplay like just do it like that's where i started that's where it all began for me and it doesn't if you aspire to be um big in the cosplay community then put yourself out there like that's where you that's just what you have to do you can't be like okay i'll stand here take pictures of me it's like that's not how it works <laughs> um <laughs> you have to put yourself out there you have to socialize and at the same time please be careful because yes we are a very accepting community because we are a small community but that doesn't mean there's not any toxic people out there there are and you just always have to watch your back um and We've already mentioned about our Indiegogo, our most try-hard KDA kind of music <laughs> video. It is going to be coming out soon, but it's still in the works. Um, we're trying to sneak in some uh, previews so people are like, okay, well, I donated, but I don't see anything. I don't see any progress. We are doing them. We did post a, um, each of us posted 15 seconds of the initial part of the video. So if you look at each of our pages, meaning Sinekosu, Danny Bazzini, The Race, Joe, and myself, um, you can see the first um, first 45 seconds of our video if you just click on each of our pages it's like a collect them all kind of thing yeah, gotcha. um yeah and what was the other question i forgot um yeah, like where, where can everybody find oh. you is it just instagram is there twitter you know do you have a youtube channel too like where can people uh reach out to you at 
Right now, I have a Instagram, MonsterPo, as well as a Facebook. I am more active on Instagram, however, and I am going to be starting Twitter and YouTube this year um, because I am focusing more on details in my cosplay. I also want to, I, I'll have a little bit of extra time to focus on something more exciting. I'm Going to the singing, I'm actually going to start recording myself on, on top of just the mule. I actually want to do some music videos that I want to post on um, on YouTube, but I'm going to need some help on that. But that's in the works. I'm still trying to brain, um, what is it, cook things up with my friends, and we'll go from there. I can't make promises, but <laughs> yes, that's that's what I want to do this year: Instagram and Twitter. And um, Snapchat, but I haven't before, but it didn't go too well. But I'm going to try to dip my feet in that again, and we'll see. Gotcha. Well, that's awesome. Well, I want to thank you again for uh, being on the podcast, and thank you to our co-host, Jessica, who's filling in today as well. We'll be back next week with other special guests. Until next time, peace. <laughs>